Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on the Bet 1520. I met our guest about 10 years ago at a Muscular Dystrophy Association banquet in Rochester at a top country club. And our guest is Mario Danielli. He's the author of the book that recently came out, The American Dream. And really, it's a great salute to a man who has just accomplished so much as an entrepreneur, a diplomat, author, patriot, friend of popes, presidents, governors, and so proud of his Italian heritage. I want to read a little bit on page 228, a little biographical information written by Michael Danielli. He writes, Mario Danielli is a man of passion. He has passion for his family in the United States and in Italy for the well-being of his country, and he has passion for his business. Building one of the most well-known restaurants in all of Rochester is what Mario Danielli was born to do, and it's what he set his mind on doing ever since he immigrated to the United States. And while being an entrepreneur is one of the most difficult and exhausting things a person can do, one can only imagine what it's like to run his or her own business without the ability to even speak fluent English. So we're going to be talking about Mario Danielli. Again, the book is Mario Danielli, The American Dream. First of all, where can people buy this book, Mario Danielli? Uh, right now right now we have not launched it yet over here in Rochester. Uh, in Italy, I know that it's been... Uh, uh, publicized where they can buy right from the editor okay but over here in rochester i still have not uh, completed uh, my promotion of the book which right now we, if somebody's interested they can just uh, email us at uh, mjdaniali at gmail.com and we will send them the book very good. And very the money good. that we are going to raise is not for me, but the money that we are raising is going directly to a church in uh, Italy, in my hometown, which was destroyed by the earthquake. And so we are looking to rebuild the church, and whatever revenue I create with the uh, book is going directly for the reconstruction. I'd like to mention that Boca Raton, Florida, businessman, 
Paul Lawless recommended yes. with his wife Lynn to have Mario Daniele on our radio program today. Yes. <coughs> Let's talk about your dreams as a child. You write about this in your book. Uh, you had a lot of dreams of success and excitement and adventure in your life. Tell us about your dreams as a little boy in Italy. Well, as uh, as uh, we have uh, spoken and written on the book, one of the things that I always was interested was being in business and uh, making a difference with the people that are surrounding me and making sure that their life will be improved based upon what I do in my actions. And so I went to school, I was going to school, and obviously uh, it's unbelievable, but when the teachers were always called my parents, and they say, Mr. Daniele or Mrs. Daniele, we got to tell you because your son just does not want to read the books. What can we do with him? He just doesn't want to apply. And then my parents get a call from the mathematics teacher, and it would say, Mrs. Daniele, your son is the smartest kid in class. And my parents were always doubting, says, well, is our son dumb or is he smart? I mean, I got two different people telling me two different stories. Well, the truth is, I always was interested in the mathematics situation because I always felt as a child that in order to uh, be a little bit better in our society, you need to know numbers and you need to know how to conduct a business. And that's exactly what I did. So as a child, I opened, uh, if 14 years of age, you want to consider to be a child, and I was a child when I was going to school, learning to be mechanic, and open up an appliance store in my hometown, which the appliance store, quite frankly, was less than a thousand square feet store. So it gives you an idea. It was a really small operation. But nevertheless, in those days, just to put it in perspective, my house was the first home in having a black and white TV. Hmm. Can you imagine that? There yeah. was no other TV in the town. So thanks to what I did in those days, a lot of people were able to buy stoves and uh, sinks and cabinets for the kitchens and having a TV and refrigerator. So that was, uh, for me, that was a great step forward, which the store, quite frankly, today still exists. And thanks to my brother and to my nephews, they have enlarged the store tremendously. And now there are three families living off of the store. So it gives you an idea how important that move that I made when I was 14 it was. Let me, so subsequently over that, uh, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Ask let me, me ask question. you this question because um, I read your book and I know you went to Canada from Italy yes. uh, to be trained in the military, but then it seemed that you went on different paths. Why didn't you yes. stay with your military ambitions when you came Great to Canada? Great question. Yeah. Great question. So I'm in Italy and... Uh, Long story short, I stand one day in front of the garage where they were fixing uh, the vehicles, the military vehicles, and we had, uh, I was in the, in, uh, in the Air Force. This was in the Air Force. So we had helicopters, some airplanes, and what have you. So, and I saw this mechanic doing work that he was unable to uh, fix it. So I stepped forward and I said, let me show you what you're supposed to be doing over here. So I did, and I, unbeknown to me, I've been watched by the sergeant, and all, suddenly the sergeant said, uh, you gotta be working over here because it seems like you know what you're doing, and that's what happened. In the process, 
Uh, I went on vacation for 10 days in my hometown in Castelnuovo. And as I'm in luck, we like the city. I met this guy. I seen this guy that I already knew. He was a travel agent. And he offered me, said, you know, Mario, if you want to go to Canada for, for six months, you should put in an application because the government of Canada is requesting six specialized mechanics in the Air Force. So I said, sure, why not? Uh, well, I, I'm not going to be in Italy. I'm in the Army. I might as well go see another country in Canada. And so I applied for that. And long story short, when I passed the exams, out of 1,100 soldiers that applied for those positions, there were only 22 positions they needed to fill. Well, I was one of the 22 that was selected. So now we are going to Canada. We fly in the morning, we're going to Canada, and when we got to Canada, it was the biggest storm that Canada in, in uh, Toronto, Ontario ever received. Well, long story short, there was nobody at the airport to receive us. So my uncles that were in Lamerton, they came to pick me up and they took me to their house. And then uh, my uncle from the Detroit, Michigan, they wanted to see me. So they asked me to go to Windsor, Ontario. And they met me over there because I could not go to United States. I did not have the visa for United right. States, only for Canada. In the meantime, nobody ever asked me of anything. Subsequently, Time goes by, month, two months. My mother tells me on the phone that uh, she received a, a check from the government of Canada because I was serving. Well, the reality, I never know where the building was. Nobody ever asked or chased me or anything. So that, that idea died all along, and I got a job. I figured, okay, I'm going to be here for six months, so I don't have to go back and do the service in Italy. So that was what really what happened. I did not mean to cheat anybody, but nobody ever asked me. I didn't know what to do. I did not speak the language. So basically, my uncles, they sent me to school. They wanted me to teach. They wanted me to learn to speak English and what have you, and I did. And uh, so time went by, and uh, obviously, I came to Rochester, New York, to see my, my father's brothers, my uncles. And when I came over here to see them, I seen this beautiful picture on, the, on my uncle's house, and I said, who is this young lady? And my uncle said, don't you know who she is? I said, no. And he said, that's Flora. I said, Flora. I said, wait a minute. We went to school together. If She's from our hometown. He said, exactly. So long story. I make it shorter. Uh, I was introduced. We met, and obviously, without going into all the details, we finally got married, and I never went back to Italy, and I remained in Canada. We got married, and my wife came to live in Windsor, Ontario. That's where I was, because I had to be close to Detroit to see my uncles. And so, while I was in uh, Windsor, I decided to uh, start looking for business. And then we moved to the Detroit, making the story a little bit shorter. We moved to Detroit because my wife, obviously, she was American citizen. And uh, so when I, we were in Detroit, uh, I decided to uh, open up this pizzeria with my uncle, with my cousin, John Zeccanini, who uh, helped me a lot. Now he's dead. God bless, rest his soul. And uh, so I opened the first pizzeria. I worked very hard. And subsequently, I began to invest in real estate. Uh, we bought some property in Fowlerville, Michigan. Then I bought the shopping center in uh, Farmington Hills, where I had the pizzeria. And we were doing very good. We bought a new house 
in Farmington Hills. So I had two childrens, and life went on until we decided to move to Rochester, New York. And this is where I started the first largest restaurant that was in Rochester. And we did very well, and then I got out of that business, and I opened up another pizzeria, and subsequently I kept on investing and doing all the things that I did for our family. And thankful that we did a very good job, and uh, my wife helped me a lot, and then my sons, they went to college, and so on. I continue on, but I'm sure you have more questions to ask We, we do, and I'd like to uh, mention to our audience, we have an author on our program today, recommended by top business leader of Boca Raton, Paul Lawless. Our guest is yes. Mario Danielli. I witnessed when he was honored by the Muscular Dystrophy Association, a beautiful party a decade ago in Rochester. The book is The American Dream. Uh, we'll give you the email address again where to uh, make inquiry to get the book. Uh, if you have any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, The Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. I'd like to urge all of our listeners to subscribe to the Ampo Legal newspaper, which is the main information center for the Polish-American community of 300 50,000 Americans of Polish descent in Western Western New York. Please call for subscription 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to the subscribe to the Ampo Legal newspaper. Special thanks to those who've called regarding our recent guest, author Lawrence Lemer, Jean Sharifoff, philanthropist. And we'll have coming up on the program the president of the Polish-American Congress, James Lavitsky, next week. I'd like to uh, read a little bit more about Mario Danielli and his book with this essay by Michael Danielli. The essay is Entrepreneurial Interview Assignment on Mario Danielli, and he writes, After opening Mario's on East Avenue, Mario Danielli Danielli sought out an even bigger goal where he would take his dream and his passion to a whole new level, opening a new location on Monroe Avenue in Brighton. Despite his closest friends and advisors telling him otherwise, telling him that that he was pursuing was a waste of time, Mario Danielli had a vision and he knew he could achieve without a doubt in his mind. He knew the risk of failure and the toll it could take on him and his family, but he knew that he would not succumb to the discouragement and adversity that stood all around him. Through thick and thin, sleepless nights and countless hours of hard work, Mario Danielli persevered and prevailed as an entrepreneur. Our guest today on the Rust Report on the Bet 15. 20. Now, in the book, there was a young lady in Italy who I believe your families wanted you to marry, but you left Italy. So whatever happened with that girlfriend that you uh, were interested as a teenager, what happened? Well, unfortunately, uh, obviously, I never went back and I did not marry her, which uh, she was a very, very astute uh, woman. And uh, quite frankly, I liked her very much. But unfortunately, after I left Italy and I met uh, this new lady, my wife now, Flora Danielli, 
uh, I unfortunately I had to tell her that I was no longer going to go back to Italy and marry her, and obviously was very. She took it very hard, and uh, but subsequently over that uh, I've seen her once or twice on my return to Italy, and uh, she's fine. She got married. God bless her, and she had childrens. And so they were in business too, and just just it happened that her husband opened up a pizzeria as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she she influenced him in that direction. Yeah, right, exactly. But she's doing fine, and uh, everything is fine. We are friends. I mean, you know, we don't see each other, obviously, but uh, I have a lot of respect for her and her family. Well, very good. So, now let's talk about, we've talked about the great successes in your career as an entrepreneur in Italy, in Canada, in Detroit, in Rochester. Let's talk about some of the mistakes you made. Now we heard all the pluses. Let's talk about the hardships, the minuses. Well, one of the minuses was when I had the first restaurant over here in Rochester and I had a partnership with an individual and uh, obviously things don't work out well in our relationship and uh, they got broken up and there was a mistake that i should have never gotten involved as a partner but i learned my lessons uh, we lost some money under the situation but i recovered by the fact that i had the shopping center in michigan which provided me the finances in order for me to continue and going forward so in as much as i got hurt a little bit financially with the restaurant uh, the first one in Rochester, I survived and I opened up more businesses. Uh, the other mistakes that I probably, I don't know if I made it, was by not continuing to invest more than I have done. I would have had the opportunity to do, and uh, I chose not to do it at the time because I've become scared with the economy. But now I really don't mind because I've recovered tremendously by the business that we've done. We opened the car wash business, the Royal uh, Royal Atlantic uh, Royal Car Washes, which has been fantastic, and now we have sold it for uh, quite a bit of funds, and that really helped. Now we have just complete building the Whole Food Plaza with the Whole Food Store in it, which is an expensive and very important in Rochester that we have created over here in the town of Brighton. That's a beautiful thing. We have uh, created uh, uh, a more of a condominium and apartments in Rochester. <clears throat> and as uh, you can see it on the book, one was in Florida as well in Delray. So I've done a lot with real estate, and I'm very happy. In two days, I'm going to celebrate my 77th birthday, and I'm doing very well. Physically, I'm doing well, and I'm in the office every day. Just uh, sharing the time with my two boys, Anthony and Danny Danielli, which they most of the time are running the business now. And I uh, <clears throat> jokingly, I say to a lot of people when they ask me, so what are you doing, Mario? Are you retired or what? And my answer has always been, well, here's what I am. I have become like a spare tire in the trunk of your car. Nobody sees it. Nobody pays attention to it. Only until one time, for whatever reason, you got flat tire, and that spare tire in the trunk became the most important element in your life for that moment. That's what I am now. I am a spare tire in the trunk of the car. <laughs> I'm in the office and just sharing my days, 
talking with my boys and continue advising and uh, going forward. But they are the ones who are really running the business right now. A wonderful success story. Now, again, if somebody listening in uh, Buffalo, Rochester, Washington, D.C., or Toronto wants to buy the book, what is the email address to contact you? Okay, that's M, like Mario, J, like John, Daniele, my last name, which is D-A-N-I-E-L-E, at gmail.com. They sent me a request for a book. I will send them immediately out. And the cost for the book, and the book it says twenty nine ninety five. but anybody that calls within the next week or so, I will give them for $20. And that $20 will go to rebuild to the church in Castelnuovo, San Pio, L'Aquila, Italy. That's where the money is sent to. i repeat the email one, address again, please, for someone who needs to yes, write it down, please. M M J. Daniele, D-A-N-I-E-L-E, at gmail.com. Very good. We urge all our listeners to get it. It's a fast read. It's interesting. It's colorful. It's a very loving story. Again, uh, to our listeners, please um, contact for subscription the Ample Legal Newspaper. 716-835-9454 for the most important information on the Polish-American community in western New York and events in Poland. It's 716-835-9454. Now, let's talk about the different choices in your uh, career and changes. Uh, You've been living an entrepreneur in Italy, in Canada, in uh, Detroit area, Rochester, um, you have investments that go beyond Rochester and Florida. Yes. What were the changes and choices that Mario Danielli made in his career? Um, basically, I, I don't know if I want to call it uh, choices. I mean, my, my theme is continuing to invest in the real estate business because it is the real estate business, in my opinion, that today will make a difference in your success. You have to do a lot of studies in terms of analyzing each property, analyzing each business. And uh, once you get involved, you have to go through. And as a matter of fact, one of the things that I say to people all the time, and I wrote the specific statement in the back page of my book, and I would like to read it. Please. And I say, my life started with dreams, day and night. I thought of what I want to accomplish in my life many times, took a decision. They regretted it because a new idea proved to be better than the first one. I always tried to be better. It doesn't really matter what we do as long as our actions are current and true to our decision. If there is something you do not like in your human or business, relationship. Make up your mind immediately about it and make changes. The more you engage in decision-making, the better you become at it. The secret of the real power is in dreaming big, result, believe in your creativity, and always light up your passion. Whatever you do, the passion has to be there. Whenever, like as an example, when I choose to buy a piece of real estate, I got to 
see it with my eyes closed once I'm completed with what I want to do it that I like it. If I don't like it, then I don't do it. But it, it's, it, these are things that you have to study a little bit in yourself and say, what did I want to accomplish in my life? I tell a lot of the young people, and I say, okay, you're going to school, you're going to college, and you are now 22 years of age. Let's say that, close your eyes, can you see yourself when you are 50 years of age? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to, have, what do you want to be worth it? How do you want to get there? Do you see that road? If you don't see it, write it down. Keep on writing down until you really believe what you're reading it. And then focus on that. Anything that creates in front of you that becomes an obstacle, do not stop. Find out how to remove that obstacle. Because all it is is removing obstacle in front of you in order to reach the goal that you originally have dreamed. Do not turn around. Just keep on doing it. A lot of people call me Mario the Jack Hammer. Well, they are saying, you know, if a big rock gets in front of Mario, he's not turning around. He's going to get the Jack Hammer and break the rock until he can go through. And that is exactly what I've done all my life. I mean, there have been obstacle. Example, when I built the Whole Foods over here in Rochester, we had argued for six years, hmm. but I never turned back. And we won. The same with car washes. In some areas of the town, they may give you our time. Do not stop. Just go forward. If you believe in what you're doing, you will achieve it with no problem. So that is my suggestion to younger generation and young people. Be honest to yourself. Be severe on your decision. And if you don't like something that you have chosen to, change it immediately. The book is Mario Daniele, The American Dream. Our guest is the author. Again, where can people email you to get a copy of this book? Yes, that's mjdaniele at gmail.com. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you what. I will give you my phone number in my office, and you can call me and give us the address, and we'll send it to you. Please, uh, give the phone 585, number. 585, area code, seven, I mean 271-1111. Okay. Five eight five two seven one eleven eleven. I will repeat it one more time. Five eight five two seven one eleven eleven. Give us a call. We'll send you the book. It's a great read. We encourage all of our listeners on the Bet 1520 as we broadcast from Montreal down to northern Florida and west of the Mississippi. And we have received letters as far as Scandinavia and New Zealand. We have a few minutes left, and I just want to talk a little bit more about you always dreaming big in your entire career. You don't think small. You think big. How do you do that? Yes. Well, very simple. Uh, just like when, uh, when you're running, okay, you start by walking, and then uh, all of a sudden you want to go a little bit faster and a little bit faster, and then you say, you know what, I am running now at 10 miles an hour. What do I have to do to go 15 miles an hour? And once you get to 15 miles an hour, what do I need to do to go 20 miles an hour? And that is the dream, always looking forward to improve on what you're doing. You need to keep on improving every day. And don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything because you'll be fine. At least that's my experience. That was my dream from when I was a child. And I have conducted my life just that way. Always. Never changed looking forward for better and bigger things to accomplish. 
I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. Again, our guest is the author of the book, Mario Daniele, The American Dream, a tremendous entrepreneur, diplomat, author, patriot, friend of popes, friend of presidents and governors, and very proud of his Italian heritage. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, our director of production. Again, we urge all our listeners to subscribe to the Ampol Legal newspaper. And thank you for enlightening us about your brilliant career, Mario Daniele. Have a great week. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. And I want to say thank you to Paul Lawless. Thank you to you and all your staff. And hopefully that we accomplish something nice. That Even if we help one person, this conversation was of success. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.